0: I grew up in the Midwest, so winter is something that was just part of daily life. However, I moved to the Sunshine State and was there for many, many years, about 13 years, and then I moved back to the Midwest, and preparing myself for winter was something that I needed to do. Um, Living in the Midwest, everyone complains about winter. It's... Literally, the only thing people talk about when it's winter is how terrible winter is, um, how cold it is, the lack of light. They have dry skin. They don't have anything to do outside. Um, some people are actually diagnosed with seasonal affective disorder, which is the acronym SAD. Um, and they just lack the motivation or a love to do things that they normally would really enjoy doing so right now. At the time of the recording of this episode, it is the end of February. Right now is a really tough time. Um, in winter, it's the light is starting to change, it's starting to you know, we're starting to see the hope of spring, however. Getting through this next month is going to be really challenging for people, and for even me, I find myself. I love winter and I respect winter for what it is, but even for me during this time of year, it. I I just want spring. I'm already thinking of my spring projects, um, things that I can do outside, and I think everybody's kind of feeling like that. So I wanted to do an episode about. Winterizing. There are things that we do to winterize our cars. Uh, We winterize our homes. We winterize our pets. We winterize our lawnmowers. And, you know, those are all things that come with the Midwest. And as an adult moving back to the Midwest, I didn't know that I had to winterize my lawnmower or things like that. So, you know, we take all of this time to winterize everything around us, but what are we doing to winterize ourself and making sure that we can not only get through, but enjoy and thrive during winter? So I guess the point of this episode is going to be just talking about um, some perspective and some expectations and some actions that you can take to winterize yourself. Unfortunately, we are living in a society that doesn't afford us the grace of waking up when the sun comes up and going to sleep when the sun goes down. Most of us are waking up in the dark when it's winter, which goes against biologically what we are designed to do. If we just take a look around and watch even our domestic animals, my greyhounds sleep all the time, no matter what season it is. So they're not a very good measure. However, my chickens, for example, are going in early when the sun is going down and then they don't get up until the sun comes up. They don't have an alarm clock buzzing at them to wake up. They just are naturally sleeping with the cycle of the light. They don't know that they're going to bed at 6 p.m. or 5.30. They just get in their PJs and they go to bed. It's very natural for them. Um, If you look at other species of animals, it's the same way. And even some animals hibernate. If you watch squirrels, we're in the Midwest, so there are an abundance of fat squirrels right now, but they do all of their prepping in the fall. Um, And then in the winter, they stay close to their trees and their homes and they eat what they had gathered in the fall. They do a lot of sleeping. You can tell that they're exercising less. It's very natural for them. We are an animal species as well as humans. And for thousands of years, our ancestors have been living in this way naturally. However, now we have created a society where we are waking up with a noisy alarm clock in a dark room We are using artificial lights. We are uh, grabbing our coffee on our way out to work because we're late. We are spending our time working eight plus hours a day, um, probably mostly inside. Um, We just are, we're not afforded the ability to pay attention to what our body needs and the change of the seasons. Just because the light changes, your boss doesn't say to you, hey, you know what? Winter's coming up. Why don't you go ahead and come in a couple hours later so that you can get enough sleep? They don't do that, (laughs) unfortunately. I wish that we as a society were shifting our Um, demands on ourselves and on production in the winter because everything around us has less production in the winter. And for some reason, we are expected and we expect from ourselves to have the, the same demands and the same productivity as summertime. And I use summer because summer is when Everybody is out and about. People just pack their days. And unfortunately, that, is, that goes against everything that winter is and everything that winter stands for. My point in saying this is that we need to change the expectations on ourselves for the change of the seasons. We also need to have seasons and we need to pay attention to what our body wants and needs. And in the winter, if that's more sleep, then that is more sleep. You can't give your body more caffeine and expect it to perform for you. If it needs more sleep, it needs more sleep. And that's the only thing that it's going to respond to. It's not going to respond to exercise. It's not going to respond to caffeine. It's not going to respond to... Uh, you know, a Netflix documentary series, it only is going to respond to sleep. If you think about how we live our lives now, where we have an abundance of electricity in our homes, we have artificial light, we have indoor heating, we have indoor plumbing, all of these um things that we take for granted. And this is very new to humans. It wasn't until 1882 that the light bulb was even invented. And then it took a long time to get those light bulbs and electricity into homes. So 1925, about half of American homes had electricity. That, that's 50% of the homes only 100 years ago. So if your family was one of the lucky ones, that means your grandparents were the first ones to have artificial light in their home. So I guess I just don't understand how we think that after thousands of years, our DNA and our brain are just going to adjust to a hundred years of indoor artificial light. It just does not work that way. Our bodies still respond to the sun, and there is nothing that we can do about that. Our source of light while it was dark used to be fire, and now... Our source of light is a blue-green artificial light that we have all around us in the dark. It's in our light bulbs. It's in our handheld devices. You know, everybody's up on their phones before they go to bed. and We're reading from tablets that have artificial light. Even when we are attempting to good sleep hygiene, we are depressing the melatonin in our brains, and we all know that that is a very important hormone for sleep production. It is suggested by experts that when you are sleeping, the room should be completely pitch black because they've done studies and the skin itself even responds to light, not just your eyes. So that's something to keep in mind as you are um, relaxing for the evening and getting ready to get cozied in bed. Get those lights low. You can also, during the day, instead of having that artificial light, and I use quotes, um, you can get full-spectrum light bulbs so that they can give you some, some of the benefits of the sun, while we're on the topic of sleep here, apparently I have a lot to say about sleep. Um, you all know that I am a huge fan of sleep, and I'm still sitting at about nine hours a night. Sometimes nine and a half on the weekends, I will get sometimes ten or eleven hours, just depending on what my body needs and when it wakes up. But, um. So just something to think about as you're reflecting on what our ancestors used to do. They also had different sleep patterns than us. So they would have several different sleep patterns depending on who they were and what their job was. So monophasic sleep is what we do today. So that is say, eight to nine hours a night, and they they only sleep once per day. And unfortunately, everyone is expected to have this sleep pattern, and not everybody is naturally this way. There's also something called biphasic sleeping, and biphasic is when you break up your sleep into two sessions. So maybe you have a three-hour session and then you have a six-hour session at different points of the day. And then there's also something called polyphasic, is when someone sleeps and kind of takes naps throughout the day. But in our society, this isn't allowed. We can't take a nap in the middle of the day, unfortunately. And we are expecting everyone to fit into this mold. So it is our job to tell people around us what we need and be very assertive and advocate for ourselves about that. We need to make sure that we are shifting our expectations and paying attention to what our body needs, not just The productivity of our work and how early we get up and our exercise and, you know, all of these things that we post about on social media and how great we're doing. Nobody ever does a Instagram story about how fucking awesome their sleep was, you know, so let's which we all would applaud because we know how great that feels. But instead, it's always this on-the-go, on-the-go, on-the-go and push-through kind of mentality. And individually, we are the only ones that can create a community where we are resting when we need to and we are affording others the grace of doing the same thing. Winter can also be a time not only for resting but reflecting and kind of, you know, we do that. Um, For the new year. However, maybe we should be doing that. Our entire winter is kind of reflecting on the year and reflecting on what we have done well and what we want to change in the future. It can be a time for sprouting new ideas. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I have a lot more downtime in the winter. And I think of a lot of things that I want to do in the spring and I have a lot of creative ideas. Um, Write those down. Keep them, you know, in a notebook for when you actually do have the motivation. It's okay that you don't have the motivation right now. Give yourself some time to read those books. Give yourself some time to crochet or knit or learn how to do one of those things. All these indoor activities that we have can really enrich our lives. And, you know, learning how to play guitar, doing that puzzle that's been sitting on your shelf, getting dusty, get at it. You know, winter is the time to be able to do that. Cozying up in a blanket, grabbing a heating pad and putting it on your feet. You know, that's the that's the good stuff of winter. And, and unfortunately, we just do spend more time inside, and sometimes that needs to be okay because when we adjust our expectations, we also adjust the way that we talk to ourselves about it. With all this indoor talk, however, it is important to get... Uh, plenty of light exposure, even in the winter months, whether that's with your full spectrum light bulbs or getting outside for a walk. Um, I have a friend that says it's all in the gear. She is known to take very long walks in the winter and um, at local parks in the area. And I have to tell you, This is my second winter doing that with her, and now I do it on my own, and it has been a game changer for kind of just observing and respecting winter for what it is. It's absolutely stunning to be living in a place where everything takes the time to rest, and it's just covered by this blanket of coldness and beautiful snow. I just, I can't say it enough. Get yourself some good gear and take a walk in a local park. Um, You will not regret it. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And there's not very many people out in the winter. So you don't have to worry about the crowds. It's very quiet it's it's definitely a big recommendation. So if you do this and you try it, please let me know what your experience is. I also take my large dog with me and she loves the winter and she has a great time and we just spend time out there just by ourselves. It's a really nice, peaceful way to get out into nature Another thing that you can do is start preparing yourself in the fall. So you want to get a good vitamin D supplement because most women in the United States are already deficient in vitamin D. So unfortunately, by the time winter comes, we're even more deficient and it can cause things like seasonal affective disorder, um, which is just depression. It's terrible and it's depression. So get yourself a good vitamin D supplement. I recommend getting a vitamin D K2 combo because vitamin K2 helps your body absorb the vitamin D. I also recommend not taking a pill, but using a liquid drop so that it is easily absorbed in your mouth sublingually. Um, In addition to that not not that I haven't given you enough things to know about your vitamin D, but vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin. So there is A, E, D, and K that are all fat-soluble. So that means that they need fat. So a lot of times these supplements will come in olive oil or something like that. However, I recommend that you get in the wintertime a lot of healthy fats. This is also going to help your skin. You know, we all get dry skin in the winter. Um, I do not think that we should have to use lotion ever. Um, I think that that is an internal problem. So if you're having problems with your skin, let's talk about what's going on on the inside of your body. So healthy fats with your vitamin D, K2 supplement. I also take an omega-3 supplement. And this, for me, if if my skin starts getting dry or my lips start getting chapped, I will take an extra one in the winter. Um, My theory for this is that in the winter, our ancestors would be living off of because outside is a huge freezer. we would be living off of a lot of animal sources, including um you know, fatty fishes, um, possibly anything wild that we would catch, and the abundance of Things that we would find in our garden are not readily available, so our ancestors were constantly getting in the wintertime more fat, which means longer energy production because fat is the slowest burning macronutrient. So that's my theory on winter and dry skin. Um, So far for me, I've been experimenting a little bit with it and um, increasing my fat consumption tremendously helps my skin Um, So just something to think about. Um, Another thing is stop complaining about winter. I don't want to hear people fucking complain about how cold it is, how the snow sucks. If you don't like the winter, go somewhere that there isn't a winter. There are many other places to live in the United States, outside of the United States. But complaining about winter is harmful to yourself, it's harmful to others, and it just doesn't do any good for anyone. We know that it's coming every single year. Our job is to winterize and get through the winter as if it's just another season, not that it's this heavy, gloomy, terrible season. Let's respect winter for what it is, and let's not complain to other people about it because it may ruin their day. I don't mean to be an asshole about this but you know it's it's not fun when you hear somebody complaining about winter and the lack of light. We we know it. We know that it's coming. We know that it's existing. Let's let's talk about some positive aspects of winter and respect it for what it is, which is what I've been saying this entire Episode respecting winter for what it is is the only way that we're going to adjust our expectations and soften that self-talk language that we have surrounding winter. It is a truly beautiful thing that the land and animals are able to rest and reflect and that's what we need to be doing. Let's fall in line with every everything around us and not keep resisting it. The last tip I have for you is... Oh, my mom's calling. Moms always call at the wrong time. Okay, so my last tip for you is staying hydrated. I know that that's kind of a general recommendation. Everybody should be doing that. However... Particularly in winter, a lot of us will get even more dehydrated because we are doing less activity. The temp is colder. um, We're not sweating. We're not exercising like we normally would. And we just generally have less activity. You have to remember also that the air is quite a bit drier in the winter. So we want to make sure that we're staying hydrated and that we are giving our body what it needs and paying attention to what our body needs.